Hi, everyone. Um, welcome. It's going to be the new chic office hours, and I'm going to start uh, making sure that I'm uh, pinging people to the room. Um, I'm going to be playing some um, background music. And then, uh, yeah, basically, we're going to have uh, a bunch of um, folks joining the room, some of our regular moderators. I see Ryan, our investment associate, is here. And uh, we're going to have background music as we uh, set up the stage. This was a concert I was uh, playing in a few weeks ago. I apologize, but if you guys help me ping people the room, we can get started with the Nushi Capital Investors Founders Office Hours. This uh, this weekly uh, podcast is being recorded, just so you guys know, and uh, it will be a, a great hour, hour and a half we'll be spending with you, answering any questions and uh, any sort of... Uh, um, challenge points or pain points you might be at, whether you're an investor or a founder. So uh, get your hands ready uh, and raise your hands and we'll bring you up on the stage. We're very happy to get back to you. And then uh, you can just uh, please help me pick some folks to the room and we will get started um, in another uh, two minutes or so. So we're going to start off with a little music at the beginning and end, just so everyone uh, has a chance to uh, get their bearings before we're in the room. And I hope uh, it's a, it'll be good as a, sort of like a podcast. Going forward, I'll have music as well. Um, being a pianist, it's been um, amazing to be able to use my, um, my uh, I guess, musical gift to spread some joy as well as uh, make sure everyone um, gets sort of their mood set for the room. And this way, I also don't have any uh, copyright issues because it's me playing. <laughs> and that's actually me uh, singing shortly, too. Uh, why don't we get started? Um, so welcome, guys. This is the weekly Yushi Capital uh, Family Office office hours for um, investors and founders. Uh, and we're really happy to have you guys. Um, we really, uh, we're here to add value. We're here to um, give back because uh, during during the week, uh, I get hundreds and hundreds of um, DMs as well as a sort of a different um Oh gosh, I got all sorts of DMs and uh, business plans and and decks and and everything, and it's impossible me for me to respond. We're getting between like five hundred and a uh, thousand submissions a month, and I, I wish I could spend you know five hundred 
hours one-on-one with everyone, but I can't. So like what we do is we reserve an hour, an hour and a half a week to do a weekly room. And this is the weekly room where we get to uh, chat with you guys um, and see if we can help you through uh, whatever sort of uh, headbanging problem you might be having, whether it's, you know, scaling your startup or learning to pitch to investors or whether you're an investor looking, you know, um, to uh, get, get better at diligence or you have like different, um, different sort of, uh, uh, I mean, I, I think both sides of the fence, there, there, there are different issues that we, we all face. Uh, and I'm happy to go through my challenge points as well for the week because uh, I definitely have some um, issues with some automating and, and, um, and other uh, sort of things to make my um, life more efficient right now. So uh, why don't we go around and introduce ourselves? Um, we can give a, maybe a 20-second intro. And then uh, I have Ryan. Welcome, Ryan. Come in. Hayato. Allison to the stage. I really like having the stage full of a curated set of moderators so that we can add a different set of perspectives and a way to, um, you know, come at a problem with different um, solutions. I think we're all here to like learn from each other as well as contribute where we can. Oops, my music just started playing again. Sorry about that. So a little bit about me. I'm going to pass it to Ryan right afterwards. Uh, I'm Jennifer Chang. I'm a serial exited entrepreneur. And I'm an investor for my own family office. I set up my family office uh, several years back after a sizable exit I had. And um, I really felt like it was my duty to not only um, give my resources to other uh, founders, but I also found myself investing um, time as well as resources into uh, female entrepreneurs, underestimated entrepreneurs, as well as uh, emerging fund managers. Because I think, uh, you know, it's impossible to be everywhere at once. It's easier to co-invest and easy to, you know, benchmark yourself if you're working with like other investors and as well as other entrepreneurs and building a, a community together. So um, that's what I do. And I, as you could hear earlier, I, I played piano. Uh, I, I, I've been able to uh, do a lot of fundraising for um, frontline relief for COVID, as well as other causes like Habitat for Humanity, Women Helping Women, which is, uh, you know, um, helping uh, for women who are in the midst of uh, domestic violence. And I'm doing a lot of this because um, I really want to um, help and give back. So uh, I think it's important to have a life beyond just, you know, investing or being an entrepreneur. So uh, I'm going to now pass the mic over to Ryan to introduce himself. And uh, full disclosure, Ryan is on my investment committee. He's uh, one of the youngest members, um, uh, but he's an amazing uh, uh, burgeoning investment associate for our team. Uh, over to you, Ryan, and then we'll have Hayato, Allison, give some intros, and then um, uh, it will be great for um, Carl to uh, get up on, yeah, he's actually on stage now, and maybe we can start with him and his um, whatever he's uh, working through at the moment. Okay, now over to you, Ryan. Hey, um, everyone. I, I'm. My name is Ryan. I'm currently a student at Duke University, and I am also an investment associate at Nishi Capital. Um, my role is essentially uh, to my, my role is essentially in due diligence and um, mainly to screen the incoming deals that are submitted through our table. Regarding our Airtable, currently, unfortunately, it is still closed due to an overload, um, in short. And we hope to be able to open that for everyone as soon as possible. Um, before this, I, I worked in charity. I um, was the operations director for Asia's largest um, student movement in anti-human trafficking and slavery. And in, in that position, every year we raised around a a million U.S. dollars, um, a million Hong Kong dollars um, every year for that charity. And here I'm looking, you know, really looking forward to meeting everyone and, and hearing well, any questions you might have. 
Thanks, Ryan. It's always a pleasure to have you. And uh, I know this is uh, only your second time on Clubhouse, but it's your second time doing the podcast with me again. So we really appreciate you. And uh, uh, guys, uh, you have to bear with Ryan because we're ramping up our diligence uh, proceedings as well as a lot of the book building we're doing because um, it's uh, it's hard. We have definitely an overload, like you said. Uh, we have like several hundred deals we're still picking our way through on that air table. And I really appreciate Ryan and his efforts and his ability to, you know, uh, learn through um, actively, you know, getting hands on and working through things. So I uh, really appreciate him and glad to have him as a uh, co-moderator on this uh, podcast. Uh, over, you to, uh, over to you, Hayato. Um, why don't you give a quick uh, intro, maybe like uh, 30 seconds uh, or so, and then we'll go over to Allison and then we'll get started with Carl and uh, welcome to the stage, uh, Shlesha. Welcome to the stage. So over to you, Hayato. Okay, so quick introduction. I'm working on a renewable fund in a partnership with a power company, the bank, and the government, and also the in a special investment opportunity such as uh, you know the the coronavirus vaccine vaccine uh, drug medical opportunity technology, and also then as a background, I'm a Washington D.C. lobbyist. We uh, invest for the uh, U.S. Democrats uh, president. Uh, presidential candidate in the exchange of the, some exchange paper in the future. So I'm done talking. 30 seconds. Thank you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You're so efficient, Hayato. And it uh, looks like I, I clicked on your bio. You're working a lot of very interesting initiatives. I see, see uh, some, um, uh, you know, not only your lobbyist efforts and everything, but you have a decarbonization fund. Uh, you work with like Soros and and uh, I, I see like different family office initiatives. So we should definitely, um, you know, powwow outside of the room. And uh, uh, if you send me a message um, in my uh, Instagram too, um, uh, I will make sure that we can maybe get you into the community and the back channel of uh, New Chic um, Capital um, Investors Founders Office Hours. We're really glad to have you, Hayato. We're very glad to have you today. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Allison, over to you. You're a woman after my own heart because uh, you're in uh, beauty as well. And I, I not only invest in beauty tech, but uh, I'm a beauty entrepreneur. So why don't you give your intro? And we're very happy to have you here. Also, I love that about you much. I love Jennifer. So I'm Allison. I am a working makeup artist in New York. Um, I work in film and television, but I also come from corporate America. I was director of sales and education for a skincare company for 10 years, managed all the Sephora's and the Alta's across the East Coast and the Midwest. And I also um, was an investment banker. So I do many things, and I'm really here to support and be a part of this amazing conversation. This is Allison. I'm done speaking. And I'm super efficient as well. You are super efficient, Allison. Make sure you message me as well on the Instagram and I'll get you into the back channel. Because, uh, you're a woman after my own heart, like multifaceted, you know, a former banker, a beauty entrepreneur, uh, uh, someone, I mean, I, I also love like your 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 name on Clubhouse is makeup artist. It's very, you know, it's very, you know, to the point, very efficient. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, so, um, I, I, yeah, we resonate on many different levels. Uh, and then Laura, who I actually do the, some of the other pitch rooms on Clubhouse with, Laura has arrived. I love her because she's really empowered a lot of entrepreneurs, women, lifting everyone up. Laura, do you mind giving us sort of a 30-second intro, and then we'll get started with Carla, Car, sorry, sorry, Carl and Schlesha on the stage uh, in terms of how we can help them today. Over to you now, Laura. Yeah, I, I don't have much of a voice, Jen, so I'm going to let you do my intro. I'm just here to support you. I'm okay. I'm just not feeling great. Oh, my gosh. Um, Laura, I know you're... Uh, so, guys... Uh, do you mind, Laura, if I disclose what you're uh, overcoming right now? I think you're amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fine. Laura is like a freaking powerhouse. Okay. I can't believe she's here for me right now because she's, um, she's uh, you know, uh, overcoming. Um, and uh, I want her to rest as much as possible. She's overcoming COVID. 
right now. And yet she's here. So she's the founder of, um, uh, if you click on her um, bio, um, she's the founder of uh, Let's Move. Uh, M-U-U-V, and she's an entrepreneur too. So I told her to like take it easy. A lot of us, of us have been telling her to take it easy. Don't do seven marathons and seven continents and seven days like she was before. Uh, let her body rest and rejuvenate as uh, sometimes athletes have a really hard time uh, with COVID. Um, so I want her to save her voice. I know she's here. I, I'm really amazed and happy that she's here. And then she's um, she's a growth catalyst. Uh, she's been like, you know, she's four kids. She's been like um, really like, you know, not only the marathon thing, but like she's uh, really lifting up a lot of other angel investors and VC. She's very active in the pitch club like I am, Startup Club, Venture Park. And then she's basically catalyzing everyone to like not just, you know, move, but like all move together in, in a positive direction. So I really appreciate her when she wants to time it, chime in, or if she wants to um, type at us, let's save her voice. And um, uh, I will be happy to be her voice. And I'm really, really happy that she is here when she, I hope she's resting and propped up in, in bed with a lot of like liquids too. Yeah. She can just flash at me, but um, thank you for being here. Uh, Laura Frank Bernard. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, I see other people coming into the room and I see some hands raised. So um, just a quick PSA for the room. If you have your hands raised, we would love for you to have a bio and then we'll be able to bring you up and uh, we have a proper context with which to uh, interact with you. And, uh, Oh, this is great. Um, we're having some, um, some regular moderators on the stage. So why don't we go for a couple speakers and then we'll have some more um, mod intros um, in a little bit. And then I see, Oh, everyone is a, uh, um, coming to the room. This is great. Uh, I see incubators and um, other folks coming to the room. So this is uh, truly wonderful. Um, okay, so why don't we get started with you, Carl and Shlasha and Ridwan, and then we'll go back for some moderator intros for my friends Michelle, Rabab, and Drew here. Um, so Carl, what can we help you with today? Why don't you give us some context and uh, let us know about yourself and what you're working on? Hey, Jennifer, thanks. Uh, and if I can, I'd, I'd like to reiterate the sentiments you said about Laura. Um, I've only been on the app for a little bit, but uh, I think she, I agree with everything you say. She's, she's a connector. Uh, so that's, that's really cool. Um, my name is Carl. I'm the founder and CEO of Awesome Sauce. We are a zero waste sauce company hoping to help uh, save the kitchen from single use plastic. Um, so we, we're, we are in a pre seed round right now. Uh, we're, we're hoping to raise money for a January launch. Uh, we have our co-packer align we've got uh, a bottle uh, set for manufacture everything's good on that side um, but uh i'm building our pnl and, and one i'm following you specifically because uh, i believe on your website there was something about impact investing for for a better world for our kids i think there's a quote like that and so the reason i was inspired to follow you was um, Paul and I are calling ourselves dadpreneurs. Um, and what's really exciting for us is we saw a problem with single-use plastic in the kitchen as it impacts our kids. And so we want to make a better world for them, and we want them to see us as we do it so that hopefully we inspire our children to tackle big, meaningful problems. So that's why I, I joined this. Um, but specifically in the P&L, I'm looking at building some projections um, around the social social platform engagement, so social marketing. And I'm kind of struggling to figure out like what's the best way of selecting a conversion metric. So I can Google like typical Instagram uh, conversion metrics, uh, but it 
just seems very guessy. And so as we go in front of angel investors and try to articulate what our traction should, should be forecasting, I don't want to just say, yeah, I Googled the conversion rate, uh, but we haven't launched yet. So I guess some, some advice or some, some resources to figure out how, how best to, to grab conversion numbers and project uh, social, social media campaigns. Wow, Carl. Um, I, first of all, very flattered that you actually uh, went in, like, did some diligence and went to our site. Yeah, the the quote in particular is, "We're building, we're building the world we wish our children to inherit." Um, I I want to make sure that you know I, I think even children and our future generations, their stakeholders are ready. Uh, th- their stakeholders in the future and the world that we're going to be creating um, and whatever we do now is impactful, impacting them and their futures collectively. So we need to not only be responsible consumers, we need to be responsibly investing in that future. So that's why we try to make sure if you looked at our portfolio that everything has some kind of impact element um, and at least solve sort of a universally sort of impactful challenge. So that's kind of our investment thesis um, to date. Um, we're private, like uh, like I mentioned, we're a family office. Um, so basically, um, we don't have LPs. We don't have other investors. It's just, you know, um, uh, you know, frankly speaking, it's our private <laughs> funds. Um, so uh, we want to make sure that we... Um, you know, everything we do um, mindfully or everything that we invest in or, or take action on um, fits that sort of um, sort of uh, value, that vision. So uh, uh, in, I actually have some, um, not just in my co-investor network, but um, also some of our portfolio companies, there might be Synergy, one in particular actually distribute. Um, let me ask you quickly, is your sauce vegan? Uh, yes, yeah, it's vegan, non-GMO and gluten-free. Yeah, that's perfect. Because we actually have a couple food tech uh, funds that um, uh, invest in alternative proteins and plant based. So, um, okay. so uh, I would be happy to make intros at the right time, especially if it passes muster. Like basically, Ryan is leading some of our di- diligence efforts. So when our Airtable goes back live, you're welcome to submit. And then there's also other ways of submitting on our site if you scroll back down to the bottom. It's just that we are uh, very swamped right now. So can't take action on things immediately. So one thing I would suggest that uh, it's very good that you asked the conversion question. I'll turn it over to another mod to see if they want to chime in too. But um, from a conversion point of view, uh, since you don't have that, what you can do is start doing things like collecting um, email uh, uh, and as well as like uh, people who want to might maybe if you have like already like samples, they can sign up to get samples or pre-sales. But basically conversion would be taking action on that. So what you would want to do, I think sometimes if you don't have anything, it's, it's silly to do Instagram and branding campaigns and, and Facebook campaigns. What you should do is, you know, populate the site, make it as, you know, I don't want to say funnel because everyone's using overusing the word funnel, but make it as conversion friendly as possible. Make sure the SEO Everything is like already written into the copy, you know, the links and everything is going to the right place. The UI is smooth, seamless. It's like easy for someone navigating it to like go and not like click all around the place. And then make sure that the, the social media is coherent, cogent, kind of everything kind of leads to each other. So after you've like really optimized for that, at that point, uh, you know, as you get closer to launch, 
then I would suggest start up building up your community. And then if it's pre-seed, right now people are not looking really for conversions and traction and everything yet. They're looking for you to build that community. So I think it's better if you if you don't have the product yet to kind of get people to be like, hey, you know what's amazing about our hot sauce? And then you maybe release one tip a day or what 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 a recipe it would be good with. But just basically have a piece of content a day building up to then and then people will be like, you know, interested in you with the content and then it'll be only a click of the switch to make them interested in buying and and then converting at that point. So right now I would suggest you divide, define your conversions as something that's not a purchase, more like, hey, signing up for your email subscription, people following you, et cetera. Um, one of our uh, portfolio companies is in beauty AI. They um, went from 30,000 followers to over 300,000 during this pandemic. So we're like, wow, you 10x your Instagram. That's pretty impressive. And they don't do any paid marketing. So that was completely word of mouth and people liking their product. And then them putting out like really cool, so sort of infographics and guides to how girls could use the products better. Does that help, Carl? Uh, yeah, kind of. Um, so, so I, I really like the, the concept of building a fan base, which is something that we want to do. Uh, we're starting to work with a couple of local chefs um, uh, and building some formulas. So, so we'll do that. I guess my, my question more specifically is on the PNL. Uh, so when we're mapping out a five-year profit and loss, um, where where I'm struggling is is to, to put the conversion right. So so I know they wouldn't be for us because we aren't selling yet. But but as as we put up what so right now the, the model has five different campaigns. So one for video, one for for social, um, and. I guess I'm looking for, for best practices in building out that, that projection uh, so that we, and it's not something that we'll, we'll 100% focus on, but, uh, or maybe, maybe, maybe it's a better move to just not build that at this stage. Yeah. It sounds premature to have five potential campaigns going when you don't have the product and everything ready yet. Yeah. So, so we wouldn't actually do them. It would be just a projection. So yeah, again, it would be, I, I, I don't put any credence in five-year projections from products that haven't launched yet, just as an investor who's okay. looking at something. That's like saying like, okay. oh yeah, in five years, I'm going to IPO. Uh, unless you're like already exited entrepreneur, that's like, because like, you know, full disclosure, we've had over like 20 exits already. So unless yeah. I, can, I can look at something and be like, that's like putting the cart way before the horse. And you're like, oh yeah, and we have these campaigns going on. That shouldn't be extrapolated until your product's actually ready. And then at the point when you're ready, I would suggest doing A-B testing for each of those campaigns. But right now you don't have sufficient data points to really build anything yet and it wouldn't be robust. And even if you were working with an agency who would build out your strategy for you or some marketing experts, they would need some data points and there isn't any and yet. All you can do is build the community and use that as your soft conversions for now because it's pre-launch. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Anyone else want to chime in amongst the moderators or uh, you can flash your mics and I'll get to you. Yeah, Laura, go ahead. Yeah, just real quickly, call. You might want to come to, I won't be leading it, but I'll be there. The Metrics Matter room today at uh, 2, 2.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time because we can go deep with you for 15 or 20 minutes into your model. Uh, I think that really looking at a comparable analysis as to what range is even reasonable uh, as opposed to just coming up with a number yourself. But yeah. uh, I would say I'm happy to do that. I'm going to pass it back to Jen. Thanks. 
Hey, thank you, Carl. Um, and uh, thank you uh, so much for the chime in, Laura. And yeah, um, Laura does run a Metrics Matter room. So it might like give you some, like a glimpse of what you might need to do, but I don't think there's an urgency to go map that out right now. I think your urgency you should prioritize is like your go-to-market strategy and your uh, building up your community now so that you have a way to brand and market to a community later. Um, that would be that would be the point of urgency, not like the future campaigns that you might run. And I think you'll have more clarity as you go on, like later on, like, oh, you know, these, uh, did you know, like, uh, here's an interesting fact about, you know, our sauce, like, you know, and then release a factoid every day, you know, or like, hey, we're going to have like, uh, if you want to have some interactivity, you can say like, oh, you know, um, whoever answers this question right, um, we're going to have a lucky draw for like the five best answers or hey, we're thinking of a slogan. Do you guys want to help us with a slogan? Like, uh, why don't you write one in? And then if you feature yours, uh, then you, you know, you get like sauce for a month. You know what I mean? Like fun things like that. Yeah. We were able to build up 6 million followers on our Facebook page, one of my companies, by doing that. We just had interactive uh, interactive polls and giveaways. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah, we, we are we're actively looking for um, like a, a social media hack. Uh, to do to do essentially that we, we want to build that up yeah so just do a series of hacks because you don't know what will go viral for us like you know we were like at one point we like painted a a, a mini cooper with like a, a b pattern and it fit in with like our company's patterns and people drove it around and then we did a lucky draw for the car and like you know a million people entered that right so and then that company got to 200 million us in revenue in one year so i really think like um you know, you, 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 you can't like think about it. You kind of stumble upon it as you go. So just iterate and work on it. You know, I think Michelle was flashing as well. Michelle, did you have something to say? And then uh, I think uh, we should move on to uh, Ridwan and then have um, uh, uh, you and then Rabab and Drew give an intro. Yeah, I, I just thought it would be fun to do some social things about dad's night with the kids. Like what a dad's cook the kids? Is it something with a sauce and, and just really play with TikTok and Instagram to grow that community of just just trying different stuff, especially during the pandemic with um, dads and the kids and see how it goes and see if that's a way to, to kind of grow your community out and get users that way organically. So that that was just my thought. I just thought it'd be fun and funny because I just know my brother with my nieces and nephews and his daughter, all the craziness they would do, like, uncle, he was like, what? And so it would, it was always funny when they were younger. They're, they're teens and preteens now, so it's different. But I just thought it'd be, like as you said, um, dadpreneurs. So that would be really interesting to kind of see what the two, you and your co-founder do together or do separately as dads, I should say, as well. Thanks. Yeah, that would be fun. And our, our kids are eight, eight, five, and seven. Oh, uh, you have twins. Eight, 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 five, and two. Yeah, Paul has twins, and I have a five and two year old. Oh. I'm, I'm pretty sure that my two year old Bucky would be very keen on doing something wild and saucy. Uh, actually, the sauce is not hot sauce, right? Uh, we do have a <clears throat> we have a, a hot sauce in the making. It's more like a buffalo. Uh, what we're doing is it's it's dry pack sauce mixes. So right now we have ketchup, barbecue, and honey mustard. Oh, I see. Um, so then the kids yeah, can get involved in mixing it all up, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have like a, a silicone bottle that's easy for shaking. Um, and we, at, at one point, we would like to get silicone 
bottles for kids that are like kid friendly. You should like definitely, you should definitely get the kids involved with the social media because I basically went from like, I, uh, my Instagram went from 1000 to 5,000 in like two months or less because I started including, you know, my kids and I cooking together in the kitchen and people were like, Whoa, it's so cute. So I think uh, you should definitely work the dad entrepreneur angle because there's not many, there's not many, um, men who will lean into that. So like you should work that while you can, because I think it's going to become more and more like in vogue for men to embrace fatherhood as entrepreneurs and investors. So you should definitely lean into that even more. Okay. All right, cool. And Jennifer, uh, we have samples if you want us to send. I know you're busy right now, so no need to pitch you guys, but if you want to try the sauce. Yeah, I would love to try the sauce and um, we would love to um, uh, be pitched, um, you know, when, when the company has a lot of traction uh, and, uh, you know, when Ryan and I have more, or even the team has more bandwidth. Like, um, it's just that, like, uh, uh, literally getting so many submissions and, um, uh, you know, we had like five... Yeah, yeah, we had like five IPOs and unicorns this year, so it's quite busy. <laughs> so you're flush with cash, perfect. No, not no, not always. Like we always just do reinvesting, and, and we do follow-ons for our portfolio companies. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but we're very excited, and, and Carl definitely lots of chat spa for you to like, you know, come in and and uh, yeah, and and let me know my quote. That's very cool of you. Um, okay, so um, if you're uh, okay with it, we will move on to Ridwan. Okay, so Ridwan, after you, we're going to let Laura rub, uh, rub oh, I think um, uh, Michelle, uh, maybe your connectivity, but Laura, Rabab, and Dhruv can give an intro after you, and then we'll move on to Liz and Fuang. Um, so Ridwan, how can we help you? Hi, um, good day. It's afternoon here in Lagos, Nigeria. My name is Ridwan. I'm co-founder and CEO at High Table Africa, um, which is a hospitality <laughs> ecosystem platform um, to connect users or customers in Africa to prime hospitality businesses across Africa. Um, so it's like a two-faced two um, um, platform where you have the SaaS that caters to the business that we're building for the businesses and the mobile app for the users to discover these businesses. So kind of like Yelp and OpenTable in one bouquet plus um, a payment solution, a cross-border wallet solution. That's that, that's um, pretty much what Hypertable is um, with the extra features. Um, not my, so um, we are pre-seed and obviously um, and the MVP is currently being developed, but we've been bootstrapping for more than a year now. And um, because it's both, it's um, my- At 14,000 hits, we have two, 2.5 or 2,500 users and 600 subscribers. We are currently at a 25% conversion, which is, uh, I think is remarkable. We've done that with zero advertising. That's been through word of mouth. And I believe it's worked out that way because of our incredible team. In the voiceover and entertainment community, I am somewhat of a leader. I speak a lot in these entertainment communities and uh, because I was a talent agent for 25 years and uh, my talent agency was in the top 1% of IMDB. So we had some good success. Our CTO is also an actor, but he's also a senior stack developer. You may have seen him in films, but he is one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. Our marketing person has experience with Elizabeth. She's got experience with all the big marketing firms and is bringing us to the, to the force. We've had a real good, real good success. Um, our market, 
that we can attract is about 400,000 strong, and that's not including China, India, or Africa. Like I said, we've got a great conversion rate. We've even been asked to potentially white label for a real estate company so that when they are looking to hire specific contractors for specific work, contractors can actually uh, be invited to bid through our platform. My ask, we're looking to develop our next vertical, which is cast actors, our on-camera model, uh, and we're looking for $2 million. The cast actors uh, vertical has five times the potential market as our current vertical. So we feel like it's going to be a real strong move into that uh, arena. Uh, we're also looking for uh, senior, um, not senior, we're looking for advisors uh, to help us get into some of the ad agencies as for, us, for them to use us as their tool of choice when they're looking to hire actors. And that's my pitch. My question. I have been pitching and I get good success with pitches and, you know, sort of. But in the world of pitching, less than 3% of women founders get funded. I feel like I should hand that chalice over to my partner, who is a 29-year-old whiz kid who you may have seen on a movie or two. Uh, and I feel like part of me wrestles a little bit. Am I letting go of something that I should do as a woman? But I feel like it's a business decision. And that's I'm curious as to girls' take. Uh, so, Liz, it's... um. um... The, the, I think the the thing um, about your um, your your startup is that um, is it already generating revenue right now? Yes. So is there a reason we've, we've why generated over a hundred in our first few day, first few uh, months we've already generated over a hundred thousand dollars in revenue. Okay, so um, I think that uh, you should definitely. Um, I mean, is there a reason why you're going for fundraising? Yes, because we want to go and create our second vertical, which is cast actors. We need to hire the team to be able to put that together. We hired a team. We hired a software uh, platform, not software platform, software studio to help us run, uh, set up cast voices. We only have Nick on board as an employee, if you will, as our CTO to do the programming. So we need to go hire people. So most of that money is going to development. But I think you can hire people off your revenue now. No, we, we, we're trying to, uh, well, I mean, one person, $100,000 might cover uh, a programmer. Um, we still are um, have some people from our previous software platform, I mean, I keep saying platform, software studio uh, on contract with us to make sure, because in your first launch, you know, we, like I said, we already had 14,000 hits. We're making sure... There's no bugs. We're making sure our features worked as designed, and they are. We've been very, very lucky. But I, we don't have – we need to bring people on board all at once so that we can get it out in seven months. And by next July, August, we should be generating some pretty nice revenue from cast actors. I see. Because I think right now, like, if I were you, your cash cow is audio, right? Because the- well, We're in audio. That's cast. That's cast voices. We're in there. Right. I we, feel like, yeah. but I, I. So have you? Um. Have you? Uh. Are, have you exited another company before? Like in this area? Yes. Yes, I exited my talent agency. I ran it for twenty five years and sold it at the end of two thousand seventeen. Okay. Okay. So, um, I I think if if uh your 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 talent agency was um because I right now like, um, 
I'll, I'll be honest with you. One of the reasons why Clubhouse and other like audio platforms have taken off is because audio is really the the green. I'm sorry, the 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 blue ocean um, for your uh, your you know this this arena. I, I think like like almost everyone I know has like their own podcast now and their creators, and um, I feel like that's still going to be your edge rather than um, the the. Well, that's a little bit different, Jennifer, than than the than market we're in. We're actually in the market of the people that are generating commercials, content, movies, films, animation. All those people hire voiceover actors. And our voiceover actors subscribe to our system to have access to those projects. So it's it's the voices that you hear, your series. It's your television that's talking to you. It's the podcast, potentially podcasts that you're listening to. It's all those voices are hired guns. Yeah, no, I, I realize because I'm just, you know, full okay. disclosure, I, I used to be an actress myself and I, my face was all over the world in terms of film and TV and also commercials and I did voiceovers as well. So I know what like space you guys are operating in. I'm just saying that for it to be appealing to tech investors, I think you really need to own the vertical and not overexpand and 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 everything. Like the reason why we got to 200 million in revenue in my one of my first um, companies is because we owned, we focused on our vertical, we didn't expand. And then afterwards, like, after, you know, our big IPO and our big exit, and we got to unicorn valuation, frankly, then my, uh, um, then my uh, CEO was able to raise like, in three days, 30 million in in his fintech company. And then he grew that into a unicorn recently as well. So um, I, I, I'm only saying that because I think it's still better to, uh, especially if it's like, how old is um, Cast Voices? Cast Voices is three months old. We we started developing it two years ago, but it's three months old. Okay, so I suggest we, not looking at the other verticals until you have like a solid year of traction in the first vertical. I'm only telling this because I, I I've seen so many founders spread themselves thin. I appreciate that advice. I had another room tell me that I should not do anything but try to raise funds. So it's interesting. I get No, you should definitely try to raise funds, but don't explore for another vertical. Like own your vertical because then the investors will be like, so sorry. Then after you raise funds, you're going to build a third vertical. It just, I'm just telling you because I've. All, yeah, the verticals all build upon one another. Just so you know, it's, it's, it's much of the same code because it's still this person trying to find work. We just have to expand it so that it can uh, deal with online on the uh, real live on the auditions to be able to load actual video files as opposed to linked files. So it's got some intricacies in our uh, platform that we have that we need to pay someone to work out. But yes, ma'am, we are 100% focused. Some of the team is 100% focused on continuing the development of our uh, uh cast voices it's going great 32 percent conversion to 25 percent conversion is remarkable and we've done that without a bit of advertising the minute we open up the advertising gates if you will i feel like we're just going to explode what i'm working on right now is making sure that i have the projects crossing the platform in order to keep my platform happy and that's why i'm looking for a strategic partnership but you know we still have great success we already have 47 project owners on our platform we have over 60 agents and another 60 agencies. So the people that will make it run are part of it. I mean, I feel like we're real strong there. We just need to start building onto our next one, which takes our programmers. It doesn't take our frontline sales, if you will. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I get it. I'm just trying to give you the sort of the best advice I can give. And I mean, no, I sure appreciate. Yeah, that. and and just so you know, this is not a pitching room. It's just like a, uh, and the other thing I would suggest. Um, uh, sorry, what that did you want to say? That was my question. Is should I, well, that was my question. Was should Nick be doing the pitching? No, he shouldn't be. You should be doing it together. Okay. Right, and then if you're taking investor meetings, you should be doing it together. You shouldn't be oh, like yeah, having for certain. Yeah, for certain investor meetings, but I feel like he should take the lead just because. I mean, we'd certainly be there together. No, um, is he? So I, I don't think, unless like you're really like bad at fundraising or something. Like I think you you both no. don't you both need to be front and center. And then you also need to divide and conquer. So you need to figure out who has a better, like I'm a closer. I'm someone who's like, you know, for my portfolio company last month, like I closed over 5 million for two different portfolio companies. And I wasn't even trying to, I was just doing co-investments with my other fellow investor friends. And and I, I wanted to care my portfolio companies. That's just the way I operate, right? So uh, I'm, I'm trying to say like, you know, um, like, you know, for the tone of this room, for example, like, uh, Sometimes when people go into, you want to pitch people without sounding pitchy, um, and I'm I'm saying that because like it, it like the way you you um, were just now, it sounded like you're reading off a script, so it needs to sound more. Oh, I wasn't. I no, I'm I, my room. No, I get it, I but, I appreciate the advice. but yeah, no, I, I, I know you weren't. Advice. I know you weren't, but I'm just saying it sounds like that because it needs to sound more variegated and more like natural and spontaneous when you're even chatting about your startup. Like, you know, a lot of people don't realize, like, when I talk about myself, I'm like, yeah, I went from, like, actress, I was almost in Gossip Girl, to MBA, to, you know, five exits in two years. And then people are like, wow, that's intriguing. And then they want to hear more. So I'm seeing the way you're uh, talking about it. And you, you need to talk more about, like, for example, anecdotal. You don't, you're not, like, highlighting, for example, this particular actor who found success on your platform. Like, it's just, like, more, it's just a little bit vague. And I think you need to work on the storytelling aspect of it. The other thing I think you need to work on is, um, like, for example, right now, it sounds like it's two co-founders, right? There's two of you? We have uh, two co-founders and we have uh, advisors and uh, who, that are also part of our day-to-day -day team. Okay, great. So there's, there's, four, there's actually five of us and we have one employee. All right, so it sounds like, um, like uh, is, is everyone full-time? Yes. And the employee is too, right? She's part-time. She does our answering of our SOS email when there's concerns. So she's part-time and she makes sure that she also works with our um, social marketing, our social media. She posts fun things on our social media. Okay. Because it sounds a little top-heavy if like advisors are like involved in day to day to day. Um, it should be like, honestly, it should be a core team. The setup sounds a little bit like top-heavy to me. Um, and advisors should be hands-on, but not involved in day to day. Just so you know. Okay. Yeah, and that should be reflected in the deck as well, because otherwise it's like a huge red flag. It it's is. like, yeah. So, so. Yeah. Um, so we have, yeah. Okay. We have we have three full timers that we just don't take any salary, and we have one full timer that we do pay. I mean, part timer that we do pay. And so the three, you know, I call her an advisor, but she's also part of our team. She's our chief marketing officer, and she's integral. So she's our third person beside Nick. Then don't give the advisor title, title. Then give the CMO and then, you know. Be... I should have said CMO. You're right. But she's just so helpful. Uh, she's our chief marketing officer. And we do have two advisors who have specific vetted roles, vested roles. 
uh, that are not part of our day-to-day, but they have specific challenges ahead of them. And in return, they get uh, some equity. No, that's great. So the other thing I would suggest is like, you know, I'm an LP of several funds that are like led by women. So there's more like, of course, it's like for a given, like, you know, like women don't, it's hard for women to raise, but then like, I like more than 70% of my companies are like founded by women. And like, we have like a lot of, we probably have close to hundred portfolio and secondary portfolio companies at this point, but um, we're not a VC fund, um, but I can intro you when, when the time is right. And if it passes our diligence um, to, you know, potential investors, but that, that would have to, you know, Ryan and others would have to like sort through and make sure it's something that, um, you know, like. Yeah. I completely understood. Yeah. I appreciate appreciate the, the thought. So that's good. Um, well, thank you. Um, yeah, like, uh, and you're welcome to come back at any point. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, what you guys are doing sounds really great. Like, uh, a lot of us uh, clubhouse influencers, some actually, if you go to my site, like um, uh, one of the guys did earlier, some, some of them are actually on my investment committee, including one guy who has like 5 million followers on social media. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And then a lot of us are like, you know, ad hoc doing our, our own like podcasts, our own projects. Like me, I have like a, I'm not like as much of a heavyweight as some of them, but I do have over 34,000 followers now. Uh, and I've only been using the app actively for a few months. So, um, you know, I'm sure like a lot of us might want to be in your roster for cast talent, you know, if you're, if you're really, you know, able to get, you know, good brand deals for your talent, etc. Yeah. Come on over. So that'd be also exactly. But I'm just saying that a lot of us are like, you know, multi hyphenates, like, you know, I'm a, a classical pianist and I, I do a lot of other things, but I'm saying that that's one of the ways, like I, I usually start out with companies being like a super customer or super brand ambassador. And then eventually that's my way of doing due diligence on them and seeing how they are as people and then eventually get more invested. So I'm just saying that that might be a way for you to, you know, have the right people on your cap table as well. People who are like major, like creators and, and major, you know, um, personalities and, and um, voice artists and, and, and those who are, you know, multi Um uh, Sorry, I think we have a kill next. Does anyone else want to add to Liz? Thank you for your contribution today. Um, we have a kill and... Uh, Hey, Robert, sorry, because um, we have a hard stop. We have another meeting after. So, Akil, are, we, are you there? Otherwise, we're going to count down. Yes, the... I'm good. Okay. I'm good, Do you think we can um, um, get through yours? Because I know that we have another uh, meeting, and I had uh, turned off hand-raising. Um, um, Robert, you're welcome to come back next week because we have a, 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 an a urgent uh, committee meeting, right? Actually, it was started like five minutes ago. No problem. Great. Thanks for having me and inviting me, first of all. It's, an, it's just a pleasure to be here and looking forward to speaking next week, potentially. So, thank you. Thank you, Robert. Thanks for understanding. And Akhil, let's get to you. And uh, sorry, I will be able to spend like maybe a minute or two, um, but uh, we appreciate you. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Uh, have a lovely evening, everyone. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, hi, great evening, everyone. Uh, I am Akhil. I'm based at Bangalore, which is south part of India. Uh, when I started making money online almost 10, 12 years back, uh, it was definitely pretty tough to find the right information. In last five years, more than 10 of my friends and family members have fallen into the scam when they try to make money online. Because when most of the people, when they try to find the right information online, either they find something which is a scam or something misleading or something which is definitely done for the personal intent. Since last 15 months, I have been working on a platform on YouTube uh, wherein I am trying to help people to be able to genuinely make money online. 
and uh, I wanted to take a next step because in the last 15 months we have grown the YouTube channel 100% organic to more than 120k thousand subscribers have helped more than 15,000 people in being able to make money online and uh, we have generated more than 7 million views everything organic I want to take the next step and working on this platform uh, which is going to help people in finding the right and the structured information in form of detailed courses which will be by the industry experts uh, followed by the hands-on sessions practical information and everything with all the experts and mentors so that they can practically they can practice all the things which they will be learning through the courses so it is definitely not going to be just another course it is going to be something which is AI based depending on the kind of info the knowledge that the user already has there will be a structured learning which will be created for that user uh, after that is done we also have the AI based communities depending on the kind of level they have in any of the given things which are related to make money online they'll be able to communicate with the people uh, with the same level of information of course just to increase their uh, knowledge there will be detailed courses which will help them in moving to the next level just so that they can communicate with the other people as well apart from this we'll also be having a feature just so that we are able to provide the work opportunities for the users who belong to the platform we really would not want to maybe say intend to uh, make all the users dependent on those work opportunities because our main intention is to make sure they are definitely able to be independent go out of our website after they have learned each and everything and just enter the real world of being able to make money online for this i am currently looking for a preceding uh, and considering the backup option which i have which of course uh, for me it will make more sense is uh, to work on a collaboration or something which is on the equity partnership uh, just to work on the mwp so i am open to both the options and i would definitely love to answer all the questions you might be having right now and if in case i can get on a call with anyone just to make sure we are having a detailed discussion on this i would be more than happy that's my time jennifer thank you so much for giving me the opportunity okay so hi akil so i um i i feel like um you're doing a, a bunch of things at the same time do you have any exits as an entrepreneur already no I, I don't I I have businesses which are not related to this uh, but then uh, with this one I really don't have the, uh, the experience right now yeah so I feel now. like right now like you because uh, what, what what which which one are you talking about are you talking about a kill productions are you talking about Paisa Waisa are you talking about the peanut panda like which 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 company are you like talking about right I'm now? talking about Paisa Waisa okay so um that one, like, I, I feel like you should, like, right now, uh, just honestly speaking, as, as someone who's, like, in, in, you know, looking at companies all the time, um, it's a bit of a risk uh, to see someone who's, like, doing so many things at the same time. It just looks a little bit ADD. I'm being frank, because it will lessen your chances of being able to raise funding, because, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then if the nothing is like, I mean, it's great, by the way, that you have like a huge following on social media. That's really good. Like, uh, I see that, you know, on almost social and Paisa Waisa, you have like, you know, 120,000 to 202,000 with um, subscribers. So it's great, you can po cross pollinate everything. But then I think right now with your, your company, um, 
if you're looking for collaborators and everything, that sounds like you're looking more for a core team and um, co-founders. And I think you should build that out before necessarily looking for funding because um, uh, it's, you know, it's one thing to have subscribers is another thing to really monetize your community and be more than content. Um, and then you have to have a like really like strong business model that like um, it's defensible and it's like very innovative. Um, and there's something technology, technologically like, innovative that investors would want to invest in because like I've, I've seen a lot of people are like oh i'm an actress i you know i have like or i have this i have like several million followers that alone won't yeah uh, won't be able to garner your investment and if you have like other projects going on that's fine to like have it as passion projects self-funded what have you but it looks like a little bit much if you have like several things going on at the same time it you know people don't take it as seriously just letting you know how it looks on the surface that's all I totally agree with you, uh, but just for the information, uh, the other two companies which I mentioned, Akil Khatri Productions, uh, is not handled by me now. I already have my team who's taking care of it entirely. The only thing I'm currently working on is Pesa Vesa. I am not giving time to anything else. Okay, then I would suggest that you don't you put Pesa Vesa first in your profile. It's not right now. And, okay, I shall. Okay, and Thanks. then the other thing is to say the other stuff, you can just say self-running. This is self-running. Like, you know, like for me, my beauty business, it's self-running. The hotel, it's self-running. The other things, they're self-running. So people are not like, oh, wow, he's founding so many things. And they're all like, you know, he's spending a time with here, just spending a little time here. And I mean, it just looks unfocused. So like you need to generate that more of an impression. And then the other thing is uh, maybe you can come back next week and talk about it more. But like, uh, I think, uh, you know, you probably have to figure out things like, you know, how much you're looking to raise, why you're looking to raise, what's defensible about your business model, um, what's truly innovative, et cetera. There's too much for me to cover right now, though, because I do need to hop on another call. Um, and I do do want to um i want to give you like proper time so i think uh, i know robert too uh robert gray you if you both could come back next week um that then we can you know uh, and then hop on as soon as possible then we can front load you as well does that sound okay with you sure jennifer that sounds great Thank and so I'll also give you more time to prepare and maybe in your bio, you can make sure you highlight the right things and everything. Um, and, uh, you know, and I also want to appreciate all the founders who came up tonight. Everyone was like really good about like, you know, taking feedback well and not like, you know, getting ultra defensive and everything. And I'm, I'm only really doing this for your own good. It's really um, not because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm monetizing, spending this, you know, hour and a half with you guys or anything. Right. Um, and I want to make sure that you guys are getting value as well. Um, I would like also William, uh, Andre, uh, He's actually uh, been a co-moderator with me in many other pitch rooms and as well as uh, on my stages uh, and, and and some like really raucous stages on Clubhouse with like, you know, over a thousand, a thousand people in the room. I'd love for him to give some quick intro on himself. And, uh, you know, he's usually a regular moderator with us. Um, William, would you be able to give an intro on yourself? And then I'm going to end the room with some music if you're there. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm just quickly um, um, an angel investor film finance guy and marketer and advertiser for different brands, things like that. So I got, I, I wear a bunch of hats, um, relative to relatively speaking. So, um, thanks for having me. I hope everybody, uh, had, had a great weekend. Um, and, uh, you know, continue to move forward. Life, life is short. So you got to get, get moving on it. Cause you just never know when, uh, you know, your time can run, run out. Uh, so I just wanted to add that. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, yeah, back to you, Jennifer. That's oh, I love that. I love that so much. So I'm gonna play. Um, and I love having you guys in my room. So thank you again, Hayato, Allison, Laura, Jennifer, William. Well, uh, Jennifer, are you there? I know you didn't have a chance to introduce yourself. If you're not, it's okay. I'm gonna go into my. Uh, I'm gonna since this is being recorded as a podcast, I'm gonna have my outro music. I'm gonna play. I recorded this earlier. Um, at last by Etta James. Um, 
and uh, you guys can uh, you know have a listen, see if you like it, and um, and then I'm going to um, end uh, end the room with a countdown for you guys after maybe about a minute of um, this um, piano playing, and uh, that'll give you guys time to uh, follow. I'm gonna start playing now. It'll give you guys a chance to um, follow the club, Jennifer, as well as follow all the moderators on the stage. Yeah, and then this is kind of a jazzy, unusually classical pianist that I was trying to play at last by uh, that was made famous by Etta James, by Matt Gordon and Harry Warren. Okay, so that was a little bit of at last, <laughs> and then I'm going to count down the room with you guys because I'm about 10 minutes late for my um, investment committee, one of our meetings. So, um, okay, we're going to sign off in the typical way, and then uh, I'll have the podcast up later on the New Chic site as well as the Gen Club site. Um, and thank you guys so much for being here. Um, 10, 9, 8, 7, you can count with me if you like, 6, 5, 4, Three, three, two, two, one. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> and we have liftoff. Please buckle in safely as you teleport into your next room on Clubhouse, Green Room, or Fireside, or even the real world, wherever you might be. We wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, and a good evening in this universe and metaverse. And we'll see you back in this spaceship next time. If you click on my bio, you'll see the room schedule. And um, we usually have this room, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 9 p.m. Hong Kong time, depending on what time zone you're in. We love having you. And thank you guys so much, um, moderators, speakers, and listeners for creating so much magic in this room. Thank you so much, everyone.